Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Advantage. I am your host, Michael Fiddle, and today's podcast is about key numbers in the NFL and rules for teaser bets. Let's start with key numbers for NFL because that directly impacts how we bet these teasers. Now, this is going to be an episode that I recommend people listen to multiple times. This is betting information that should eventually become innate when you approach the sportsbook. The same way that staying on queen, queen, and blackjack, because you know you have a 20, is a simple mental gambling calculation. So for that reason that I think you should play this back twice, very quick intro, please follow me on Twitter, at mfiddle14. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And I recommend signing up for the Sports Ethos Wager Pass and Discord channel to get access to all of the bets. Okay, moving on. It should come as little surprise for me to say, based on the rules for how NFL scoring is done, the key numbers for point differentials are as follows. 3, 4, 6, 7, 10, 13, 14, 17, 20, and 21. According to Business Insider, three-point games happen in astounding 15% of the time. That's huge. Seven is nearly 10%. 10 and six are 6%. Four and 14 are 5%. Obviously, the bigger numbers like 17, 20, and 21 are less common, but those can impact how we tease underdogs through larger key numbers. We'll talk about that later. So what do these key numbers mean in terms of betting? It means you generally want your bet to have the nearest key number on your side. For example, week one, the Jaguars and the Commanders play. The Commanders are home favorites, minus 3.5. The Jaguars are road dogs, making them plus 3.5. Since the key number here is 3, and we know this happens 15% of the time, the smart bet, which I already explained on the last podcast is a current bet of mine, is to take the Jaguars plus 3.5, because if this, point end, if this game ended in a 3-point game, regardless of the winner, the Jaguars win the bet and the Commanders lose the bet. Let's do another example with another key number. We can use 10. In week 10, there happen to be two examples. I'll do both of them. The Green Bay Packers are home favorites against the Chicago Bears. Minus 9.5 for the Packers. Since the key number here is 10, having the minus 9.5 is great because if it ends on 10, that bet hits, as opposed to having the Bears plus 9.5 and losing by half a point in said scenario. The flip side of this example is the Texans playing at the Denver Broncos. Broncos are minus 10.5. Texans are plus 10.5. So if the key number is 10, and that happens to be the outcome, which side would we rather be on? I will wait a few seconds. And hopefully you can figure out that we would rather have the Texans plus 10.5 instead of the Broncos 
minus 10.5. Now, a few disclaimers. This does not mean you should bet every situation where you get the better of a key number. It is an added bonus to a situation you already like the handicapping process of. Second disclaimer, this does not mean you cannot bet on the wrong side of a key number. You can bet on the wrong side of a key number in two situations. They are one. You know the key number is never coming. For example, the Seahawks are a plus 6.5 week one against the Denver Broncos, and that is a bet I am taking. Six and seven are both key numbers. Seven is more likely of an outcome. So in this scenario, seven is the most key number. So taking the plus 6.5 is on the wrong side of that key number. But I know the plus seven is simply never coming for this game. The Seahawks are home underdogs. They have a great home field. Russ is returning. It is a Monday night football game, so it is going to be a big game in the spotlight. And most of all, the line already moved from plus 5.5 to plus 6.5, so it has already moved through one key number, and NFL lines do not move through multiple key numbers without some substantial injury that just becomes too much liability for the books. This line is not going to reach all the way to seven. And for that reason, I am okay playing the plus 6.5. The second reason to be on the wrong side of a key number is if you think the line is mispriced. And the key number before the spread is the one that you actually think should be the key number. So this also works for that same Seahawks example. I've explained in my futures conversations that I think the Seahawks team as a whole is mispriced. I lean over for their win totals. I think they will remain competitive. I think Geno Smith will be fine. I think they will run the ball well, and I think they will keep games close. I think the line should be closer to plus 4.5 with 4 being the key number. So to get 6.5, even though you're on the wrong side of the 7, is actually fantastic because it's two points better on my own handicapping. I would have been on this game at the original f- plus 5.5 and been on the wrong side of the six, but I'm glad the line moved before I got in. Okay. Key numbers for point spreads. 40, 41, 44, 47, 51. They are all roughly between 3.5 and 4% likely. NFL point spreads have a much larger array of likely outcomes and possibilities, which makes key numbers slightly less important. It doesn't as much impact straight bets. I still like to be on the right side of a key number, but it definitely impacts teasers. Keep this in mind. I'll do just one example because the idea is the same. You want the key number to be on your side of the bet generally, unless you won't get the key number or you think the line is mispriced. 
Week one, we have Steelers versus Bengals. The over-under is 44.5. Since 44 is the key number, it would be wiser to have the under 44.5. Get it? Got it? Good. Let's move on. Oh, by the way, here are my totals bets for week one. I didn't do a pod on these yet. I probably won't get to them. I did tweet this out and put this in the wager pass in Discord. That's why you should be following me in those places. But I'll say it here now that I have a chance. They are Jets Ravens under 44.5. We're on the right side of that key number. Denver Seattle over 41.5. Wrong side of the key number, but I think that line is mispriced. And Jaguars Washington under 43.5. Again, Wrong side of the key number. I think that line is mispriced. And I did only half a unit on that bet since I know we will not possibly get to the 44. Okay, let's move on and talk about teaser bets. What is a teaser? A teaser is when you pair multiple lines together, but in the process you alter the spread by 6, 6.5, or seven points. An example would be that Jets-Ravens week one, the Jets are a plus 6.5, so you could tease it all the way up to Jets plus 12.5. You would have to include multiple lines to make the bet. You cannot tease only one line. That would just be an alternate spread bet where you'd have to pay major, major, major juice. Don't do that. Don't do that might become the theme of this how to do teaser bets segment. Okay, hopefully you understand what teasers are based on that explanation or you're coming into this conversation already knowing what a teaser is and you're saying, Mike, just get to the good stuff. What are the rules? All right, all right, relax. Here are the rules for teasers. Rules are meant to be broken But not in this case. I do not break my teaser rules. Don't do that. Okay, rule number one. Never do anything besides a six-point teaser. The ratio of extra juice you have to pay to increase likelihood of the 6.5 or the 7 impact the outcome is never in your favor. We only... Do six-point teasers. You want to do a 6.5 teaser? What would I tell you? Don't do that. Rule number two. Teaser plays are a maximum of two or three legs. Do not do a four or more leg teaser. That is getting into parlay territory of unlikely outcomes while also selling juice by changing the numbers. Not good, not good, not good. What will I tell you? Don't do it. Rule number three, never tease a total. Do not see the over under 44 and think to yourself, wow, I could push this down to a 38 and smash the over. Nope, don't do it. Scoring is too volatile in the NFL as displayed by the three-point likely outcome 
being 15%, but the most likely score is 41 with an exactly 3.82% likely outcome chance. The key numbers are not key enough to tease totals, so just don't do it. Four, never tease through the zero. No! Don't do it. Rule number five. I'll stop being so negative. Tease through multiple key numbers. The more key, the better. We need to get the math on our side. Teasing through three and seven are the best possible legs and are 90% of the teaser legs that I play. Rule number six. You want to tease small underdogs to big underdogs and big favorites to small favorites. Seven. You want to use this teaser feature when you cannot get on the right side of a key number and you like the line anyways in a point spread situation, but it is not significantly mispriced. Let's put these rules into action and make our first official teaser bet of the NFL season here on The Advantage. Week one, the Colts are a minus 8.5 favorite against the Houston Texans. If you guys are regular Advantage listeners, you know I'm on the Colts in a big way this season. So let's get on them for week one. We can tease this leg down to Colts minus 2.5 with the six-point teaser feature. Here we go from being on the wrong side of the key number, which was seven with the 8.5, And now we get on the right side of the seven, the six, the four, and the three. Big win, great teaser leg. The flip side of that is the Minnesota Vikings plus 2.5 at home against the Packers. We are on the wrong side of the three, the big dog, the three. Here we can tease to plus 8.5 and get on the right side of the three, the four, six, and seven. Big win, great teaser leg. You put these two together, and we have a two-leg teaser as a minus 115 bet, and boom, click submit. It is normally a minus 110, but the Colts line was a bit more juice than standard odds today on FanDuel, where I just put this bet in. Okay, That's today's episode on key numbers and teaser rules. Please listen to that twice because it is important stuff and you want to have that information down. Week one is one week away. And also Donovan Mitchell just got traded. Likely emergency pod coming on that tomorrow. And that will be one of the last hoops discussions we have for a bit. And then the DFS starts Tuesday since our week one bets are now placed. Talk soon. Peace out.